You're listening to Talk Amongst Friends. I'm here with my co-host, Kim. We have two guests tonight, Dominic and Rick. Welcome, you guys. Tonight, we're going to be talking about relationships in the workplace. Um, how's everybody doing tonight? Good. Good. Happy to be here. Good, good, good. Awesome. So I'll go ahead and start out. Um, This is going to be a good topic, one of my favorite topics, actually. Um, Relationships. So we're talking about any type of relationships. Um, One of my things is at work is I do not allow people on my social media whatsoever. Um, The reasoning behind that is people like to get other people in trouble from their own posts and things like that. So I don't allow people from my work on my page. I do have one person, but that is it at the moment. Um, after they leave the job, then they can come on my, on my, my social media. If indeed I like them. (laughs) However, my Instagram, my Instagram is not my Instagram. I don't really post up too many personal views. So I don't mind people being on my Instagram. I don't care about that. But on my Facebook, I tend to post a lot of personal things. Um, not only that, I want us to touch base also on, uh, actual love relationships in the workplace. Um, that is something that I will never, ever do. That is something it, it, it because it could be it could turn into a mess. I mean, if you have a messy breakup, oh my God, it's going to be all over the place, right? And then um, another thing is uh, I don't like like yeah, I have people's phone numbers at work, things like that, because you know I like to talk about work stuff, like hey, who's there, or you know trying to go in, whatever, see what's going on. But um, other than that, I don't normally socialize outside of work anymore. Um, I know you guys are probably familiar with the old, hey, let's go to happy hour. What happens when you go to happy hour with coworkers? Somebody's always talking shit about somebody who did something stupid the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put myself in that position to be that stupid ass, right? right. Um, They're always talking shit about the fact that they really don't want to be there because they really don't like folks. And the fact that your managers do all these dumbass happy hours talking about team building. Ain't nobody building no team. I don't like you. Yo, not at our job. Hell no. Not at our job. Not at our job. We do a team builder every single day at my job. And like, (laughs) it's it's like a, it's a team builder. It's a question. Cause like we, uh, we do like, um, like a Teams meeting, a virtual, like we all can see each other on the computer, you know? We do our daily meeting. And then at the end of the the last 10 minutes, we do a team builder. And it's just like questions, like what about whatever, like um, what was today? Um, Do you prefer hoodies or jackets during cold weather? Um, Like for Valentine's Day, it was like, what's your favorite love song? Stuff like that. So it's just like dumb little questions that we answer, you know? And so well, I think that's what happens when you go virtual, right? I yeah. guess. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, I know the yeah, answer yeah. to that question. I'm black. I do not wear hoodies around white folks. So the answer to that question is <laughs> I prefer jackets. <laughs> and I don't need to, you know, there's some folks you have to explain over and over and over again, Dominic. See, that's why you can't have relationships in the workplace with some folk, because some folk is cray cray from the world. Yeah. You can't have nice things. No. They can, and they don't, as my uncle Donnie says, some people don't know how to accept kind treatment. No. They don't. Because you can try and be gracious oh, to I them. Am. Yeah, she knows my, she knows <laughs> what I've been through. Yeah. <laughs> you can try and be gracious to people and they take it out of hand. I mean, mm-hmm. they just don't understand the boundaries. And right. that's the problem. It's like, 
you were saying before, Kay, when you go to happy hour, you go to social events with people, people are always talking <laughs> shit about each other. And a lot of the time, people are always talking shit about each other because the truth of the matter is, come on, get in Do you remember that um, the original Kings of Comedy sketch where D.L. Hughie was doing his portion and he says, everybody got somebody at their job that's this close to you whooping their ass. Um, and he looks around. I think you said that in another podcast because I remember that. Because <laughs> it's so applicable. The, the truth according to DL. And he said, he looked around the audience, he said, and if you ain't clapping, motherfucker, it's you. Yep. <laughs> yes, for sure. I like, I agree with that so much because like, I don't know, I'm very people oriented. People gravitate towards me. People like my energy and I'm friendly. I'm very friendly to everybody that I meet. So all the time, people are always like, Oh my God, what's your Snapchat? What's your Facebook? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, skirt. Hold on. <laughs> you know, I um, and I have a huge social media following. Like my Snapchat alone, I have over 25,000 um followers on Snapchat. And then I have I have a big following on Facebook too. So you're talking cray cray. Yeah. <laughs> And so, like, when I even started my job, there was one of my coworkers who wrote me on the chat and was like, oh, my God, is your name Dominic Ken? And I'm like, yeah, why? She's like, I followed you on Facebook for, like, years now and blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God, cool. And she just was like, like, oh, my God, not so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And me, I'm like, I don't care, you know, because I really, like. I don't really sit there and talk shit about my job or anything, you know, because I love right. it. Well, they must not have cared because I guarantee you they Googled your ass. Oh, probably. Probably. Before you got hired. Yeah. I mean, that's why my, my social media is locked, locked the fuck down mm -hmm. because of what I do. And, um, you know, I don't need no cray cray people out there trying to be like, well, you said this and on the phone to me. Nah, dude, that wasn't me. <laughs> you know what's crazy to me of speaking of you know, work relationships or whatever, me, the, um, what is her, what is her title? She's like the operation manager. Um, and like three girls, we're the only ones on our team of like 20 people who are not all married to each other. Wow. See, so, that it's crazy. Yeah. Ooh. So my direct manager her husband is the manager of another department. And then like one of my coworkers, his wife is like a representative for a different hospital. Like they're all married, like everybody. So it was just like, I never realized it. Cause I'm like, I mean, I've been there a while, but when I first started, I just was like, weird. Like how come all these people have the same last names and like, they are so <laughs> like in tune with each other, you know? And then I, found out I'm like oh my god all these fucking people are married and to me it's like I I don't know I couldn't do it like I need my freedom to wake up together go to work together go home together eat together go to bed together like absolutely not I need my sleep <laughs> yeah so you don't know about me then do you because uh, <laughs> actually well I've been I've been with Tina for 15 years yeah but, uh, five, five years ago though I was like hey you need to apply for this job because they're hiring dispatchers. And I was like, I, 
I'm I'm gonna go for the call taker one. Well, we both got hired and we both were in the same damn class. Oh my god. So we had to try to hide this and then it came out in class and then next thing you know, everybody in the on the fucking floor knew every because we had a manager with a big fucking mouth who told everybody. And um we actually work pretty well together. Um she's pretty upset because I am going to a different place, but I'm just like, fuck bye. Yeah. <laughs> Not because I don't love her, because we work fine. We're professional. Nobody would know it, but our names just changed on the computer, and people were like, oh, my God. Like, it took them a week to ask us if we finally got married. It was hilarious. But um, our, <laughs> our relationship didn't start at work, though. See, you know, that's, I, that I won't do. That's where I think the big faults happen, and especially with younger generation, especially with, like, younger people like myself. Because, you know, <laughs> I when I finished high school... And I was like going to college. I was working at Walmart, actually. I was a customer service person at Walmart. And we were all young. Every cashier, all the customer service people, the managers were all like under 25. And I had just turned like 18, 19. And so it was like a good time. We're all young, all attractive. We all wanted to party together and hang out and this, this, and that. And so we did, you know. And then before you know it, so-and-so starts liking so-and-so and then they get together and then it's this and it's that and then like cheating with other people we work with I I witnessed firsthand the worst experience of it because when I worked for um, a cable company a tv provider in the call center this girl and this guy started dating at the job and they were together for about a year or so and then we get a new class and there was this, I mean, when I mean beautiful, I mean like fucking model ass bitch. I don't know what she was doing working there, but she was gorgeous. So, of course, every guy there was like, I'll help you with whatever you need, you know, like whatever. Well, the guy that's in the relationship with the girl, he's offering a lot of help, a lot of help. And then he eventually offers his phone number. And then eventually they're going to lunch while his girlfriend, she worked in a different part of the building in another department, but I mean, word got around. So she like wrote the girl on a chat, a chat at work. And was like, Hey, she's like, I just need you to know that so-and-so is my boyfriend. We've been together a year. Like, I don't know if he's trying to talk to you like that, whatever. And the girl was like, he told me he's single. And so it was a big deal for about, I don't know, that whole week. And then she like, it just calmed down they got talked to by management and they're like, look, you got to figure this shit out because this isn't professional. So that next week we still see them going to lunch together every fucking day. And of course, Mm. you know, the cheese monster wrecker. The cheese more time. <laughs> they got to um they got to uh they were relaying to the guy's girlfriend, like, hey, they're still going yeah. to lunch together. So all of a sudden I'm sitting in my cubicle. There's an empty oh, cubicle, boy. and then there's her. So I'm sitting in my cubicle working, and then I just see like like a mirage, like of somebody like flying towards me. <gasps> And I look and it's the girl right when they come back from lunch and I look over and she's just bitch. Boom. Fighting. Dude. Oh my God. 
in the middle of the call center floor. Like yeah. that girl was literally on a phone call and Whoa. she got her ass beat. And everybody this reminds me of something that happened at my job too. The same exact thing. I forgot all about this until you told that story. Mm-hmm. These two dudes got into it because this other guy was sleeping with dude's wife and found out, dude, you are okay. So our call center was huge. Um, where I worked, I'm going to go ahead and say the name because they are no longer in existence. They were called Centrix Financial and they were huge. They were really big into like NASCAR. So, I mean, dude, this building we worked in was monstrous. And I mean, the floor was, I can't even explain to you guys how big the floor was because it was just the biggest building I think probably I've ever worked in. You could hear these fools from halfway across, from across the other side. They literally broke down the walls of the cubicle because they were in a fist fight over homeboy's life. I forgot all about that. Wow. Yeah. See, you know what the problem with that is? and, and, And let me just be real. The person who should have been getting their ass beat in that situation, in yours, Dominic, is the man. The dude. Oh. And in the case you just brought up, Kay, the the woman. Okay? Because, see, the problem is when you're in a relationship, an intimate relationship with somebody, your partner is the one who made the commitment to you. Right. Not whoever else they cheating with. Right. I ain't got shit to say to yeah. you. Miss me with the conversation. Right. I'm not even trying right. to talk to you. Right. I want to be one-on-one, eyeball to eyeball with whoever it is that said to me, we're in a committed monogamous relationship or I do or whatever the status of our relationship is. And see, the problem is because I have far too many times in work environments, just like you're talking about, had folks get upset with other people about, well, she know he with me. Well, doesn't she, you know, doesn't she see that that's my man? No, wait, first of all, don't your man see that he's in a relationship with you? Is he blind? Is he confused? And uh, I am one of those people who had a very long-term relationship with somebody that I worked with. They were not actually an employee of the same organization. They were an employee of one of our vendors. And there was actually not supposed to be fraternization. So we were actually breaking the rules. Mm-hmm. And we started out because this person was, you know, helping me move equipment or helping me do parts of my job or helping me support. And the problem with that is you spend almost two thirds of your life at work. Mm-hmm. So when you talk Mm -hmm. about where you meet your friends, where you meet your potential partners, where you meet your potential spouses, of course, you're going to interact with folks. But the reality is you have to learn to have some maturity about things. I mean, no, you can't just walk up to them while they on shift and you on shift and be like, hi, honey, how are you? No. Right. And be all smacking lips. Okay. And I've seen that. I've seen that, too. Yes. Like, are you serious? It right. happens with younger people a lot. I see that yeah. a lot. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. just walk I up agree. and like, you know, feeling each other up in the elevator. And I'm like going, do you not understand mm-hmm. that first of all, if you got to do that here, you need to find out why he can't do that at home. Mm-hmm. And second of all, you're going to get caught. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You're going to get caught. Don't ever think you too. Yep. You're good. Yes. And it makes it so awkward. In my whole working life, I've been working since I was 14 years old and I'm 29 now. I 
I've had one, one relationship that I, where we met at work and this is God buckle up. Cause goddamn. <laughs> Does this involve car getting keyed or the police being called? That's all I want to know. Dominic. <laughs> oh girl. <laughs> Hell no. I need to know detail. <laughs> this is like, Okay, so this is 2013. I think I had just turned 21. Man, I was working for um, a brand new, um, a brand new company. I had just started working there. Um, well, I was working for. I started working at Directv, and um, they have like this giant building too. Like it's like a million floors. You've probably seen it off of I-25. No. But, oh, anyhow, um, it's like, it's this giant building, right? And there's like a bunch of floors. So there's every department. There's, you know, customer service, HR, sales, this and that. So I see, you know, me and this guy like lock eyes all the time in the, like in the lunchroom and the cafe, whatever. And so we like. Yeah, <laughs> like vacation with that. I just saw Chevy Chase with that sandwich, like all. Yeah, exactly. You know, never you mind, it, Dominic. You, you want to be too young to know about vacation. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. So, um, you know, we then just you know because we notice each other every day. So then one day we just happen to be in the elevator together, and he's like, "Oh, what floor?" What? Um, uh, uh-uh, uh, none of that. But um, I, he's like, "What floor?" And you know, I Tom, and he's like, "So what's your name?" Whatever. And so it was just small talk from one floor to the next. And he got off, then I had to go to mine, and that was that. It flourishes. We start talking. Then he IMs me and is like, "Hey, do you want to take lunch together?" And so we'd like start building a friendship. And then it escalated into a relationship to where we start hanging out outside of work, the happy hours, you know, and then do you want to come over and watch a movie and this and that. And it was like really cool because at the time I had like just broken up with my like first love. So it was fresh and it was new. And so we fast forward six months we are stuck at the hip. He's in sales. I worked in another department. We're like five floors away. So we're not with each other every day at work, you know, and we're both busy. So whatever. I'm like spending the night at his house. He's spending the night at mine and it's really refreshing. And I'm like, oh my God, maybe I have faith. I don't know. Well, I'm like sitting at home one night and um, I was just gave my dog a bath. And my phone rang and it was private. I never answer private calls. So it rang like five or six times. And so finally I was like, hello. And they just sat there and I was like, "Mm, fuck off. And I hung up. So then I answer again and I'm like, hello. And it's a girl. And she's like, who is this? And I was like, who's this? And she's like, I want to talk to the bitch who owns this phone. Whose fucking phone is this? Oh, Hell no. Mm. He was on the download. And so, oh, shit. I was like, uh, I'm the bitch whose phone this is. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, Don't make me, okay? Yeah. And she was like, um, she was like, you, she's like, no, I need to know the girl whose phone this is. Whoever is talking to whatever, the, to fucking Joe. We'll just call him Joe. Who's talking to Joe? 
And I was like, oh, baby girl, that's my boyfriend. Like, what? Sure. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Because I'm like, I ain't got nothing to hide. And neither did we. So right. I thought, because I mean, we were going to um, like the springs together. We're going to lunch, dinner, breakfast, like public everywhere. We had nothing to hide. And so I was like, that's my boyfriend. And she was like, your boyfriend? She's like, you sound like a man. You sound like a gay man. I was like, bitch, I am. The fuck? Bing. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, who are you? Like, what is going on? And she was like, I'm his wife. No. No. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, going off. And I was like, look. I was like, I am here to talk. Like, I don't argue. I'm not going to talk shit to you. Like, I'm clueless in this. I'm not malicious. I did not know that he was with somebody more or less married. And she's like, yes, we've been married for seven years. And we've been together since we were 16. And at the time, because he was older than me. I was 21. And he was like my age now. He was like 28, 29. So she, they had been together for over 10 years. And... And I was like, what the fuck? And so we're talking. She's like, can we meet somewhere? And I was like, sure. I didn't want to give her my address. So we met at a restaurant. And she's like, she walks in. We're sitting there. Gorgeous girl. Beautiful girl. And she's just heartbroken. She's like, you're serious. Like, he, you're dating. I'm like, yes. We've been dating like six months. He asked me if I would be with him. And she's like, when do you guys hang out? Like, whatever. I was like, well, I'm truthful. You know, I don't have nothing to hide. I was like, we met at work. We work together. And I'm like, he comes over. I go over. And I spend the night and this and that. She was like, hold on. Wait a fucking minute. How you're spending the night? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, so where are my kids? There's kids involved in this? Oh, three. Three. Oh, oh this and my that that's the point where I started crying because I was like, no way, that's disgusting. Because I I come from a single parent home, I was raised by my mom, so not having a dad that affects me. And so seeing this motherfucker just blatantly like hide his children disgusted me to the max. Yeah, so where were the kids? So apparently. This all comes out once we confront him and shit. So he would like have someone babysit his kids overnight. Oh Where would he work? She worked overnights. She worked from 10 at night to 7 in the morning. So I were I started work at 6:30 in the morning. So I would leave. Like we were literally passing each other up on the highway, probably. Oh wow. Hell no. And see- the word part about everything I could care less about my feelings or anything because it was six months seven months it was not a lifetime but for me it was the fact that when I went to their house that they lived at together when I walked in it was completely different from the house I knew because he was taking down all their photos Mm. putting away all of their shit like putting away all of her stuff for where I had no idea that a woman lived there. I had no idea that he had kids and like he, the, the apartment they lived in had three bedrooms. So I knew it was his room. And then the other room 
it was like an office I thought I never like took the time to go through like I don't need to it's not my house right and yeah so you know I was truthful to her and I was super oh my god mm-hmm. it was awful it was so awful you would be surprised so how many times that happens What's did that? you both confront him together did you confront him together yes wow. so oh how did that go down I gotta hear this part too so um we we talked for about three days every day all day long me and her and I was so devastated for her you know because she was like I don't have nobody to talk to and she's like because I'm embarrassed I don't want to tell my sister or my brother or my friends oh my god you know she's like this is very embarrassing and I'm like it is you know like I could never imagine that hurt so we talked and finally I was like let's confront him like let's do it and she's like, all right, make dinner plans with him and I'll show up. And I was like, okay. So we made dinner plans at a restaurant and I'm like, give me like the most private table you have. And so they did. And so we get there and it's like real nice, like uh, ambiance, you know, and it looks like we're going to just have this great old dinner. And so he gets there, they get our drink orders and then bam, I text her. I'm like, come in. And she's like, I can't. And I was like, do it. I'm like, bitch, yes, you can. So she comes in, she's walking in and he just sees her and he looks at me. And when I tell you the color from his whole body just left and he like just put his head down. He was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Fuck. Like he was sitting there like hyperventilating and she just sat there and she's like, so what's going on? And he, he was like, why did you tell her? I'm like, why? Wait why a minute. Me? Why did you tell her? Motherfucker, mm-hmm. why did you lie oh, to me? Hell no. Because I'm going to tell you, Dominic, in that situation, yes, she has a right to be pissed at him about cheating on her, but you have the right to be pissed here Correct. because not only were you played, but that is something that happens all the damn time. People on the down low, confused about mm. what they are, confused about who they're attracted to. Mm. And they either want to dip and dab and not tell you that they're just playing with their emotion, your emotions, and then they're going back Oof. to their spouse. Or yeah. oh, they want to have a long-term relationship, but on the down low. How yeah. am I supposed to spend half my life being somebody's dirty little secret? Right. That's some dumb shit. Right. right. Yeah. You know, and- I mean... And that goes back to the show that we did when we were talking about integrity and personal integrity and your morals. Mm -hmm. The bottom line is the shit you're willing to do on your job, nine times out of 10, that's because you're doing that shit in your personal life. That's who you are. So if if you're having a relationship in the workplace you're basically just bringing your two selves together, but your personality is going to be the same. If you're a sneak and a cheat mm. and disrespectful mm. and unconcerned about other people's feelings or emotions, if you're a user, you're going to be well, a user. Wants sales. There you go. Mm-hmm. You're going to be a I'm user saying. whether you are working or you at home. And yep. You know, that's what makes it bad, because if you start a relationship with a person at work, when you find out who they are, nine times out of 10, you're going to see that replicated at some point in work. And then it's going to be a situation where you have to choose. Okay, do I tell the truth about what's really going on here? Like if you're a thief, 
Mm-hmm. If you're willing to take shit that's not yours, right. in a relationship, he wants his cake and eat it too. Yeah, who's to say sure. he's not hitting the till? Who's to say he's not? If he's in accounting, he's not shorting the books. If you find that shit out, then you now have to say, "Oh well, you know, I'm, I kind of mm-hmm. knew that was his personality to begin with." Right. Right. Exactly. Yikes. I feel so sorry mm. for you, Dominic. That's rough, that man. That's rough. Horrible. I can't even believe that shit. Mm-hmm. That's awful, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that that must be a lesson, though. I mean, as long as you learn the lesson, Dom, you don't have to ever repeat that fucking behavior. Because, mm-hmm. it, I mean, if, if you didn't learn the lesson, then guess what, man? It's probably going to happen again down the line with yeah. anybody at work. But shit, that's... that's oh, yeah. That's the one and only time that I ever, like had any type of romance with somebody that I worked with and I never did it again I at all and there are some guys that I've worked with where I'm like god damn you know what's fucked up and my work I ain't looked at one of them motherfuckers and said damn fuck mm. you know? <laughs> I've been like damn get the fuck out of my face I wish you'd quit yeah see Ooh, anyway, this you spend all your time at work and then you'd be looking around like at potential. And I'm going to be honest with you. It's hard to find potential gay or straight. I'm, I'm just like, like really? No. Why no. would I want you? Because first of all, you work with them. So, you know, they're ignorant. Right. right. Second mm-hmm. of all, you know, they get on your damn nerve. Right. It's like you know the dumb people are. Nah, you dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> oh, dude, dumber. Hella dumb. Uh, you know, you can go around the room, but um, but even I don't know. So, like romantic relationships, I have not had success with my spouse, and I ended up divorcing. But my friendships that I build at work, I have to be honest. Of course, okay, uh, you're better than me. You're better than me. I was just about to say, Rick. You need to chime in here and tell us what your experience is. Go. You have to add up. You can tell of all the good and the bad. The good and the bad. Um, I stay away from relationships at work. At least the dating relationships. <laughs> it's so funny. Get on in here. <laughs> so like with Kim, I met her at work. I won't name where, but... Um, we met at work and we started hanging out and I've made some great friends at work, but when it comes to dating, no, no. Um, I did, I did date a coworker's mom and that was a problem. I'm just telling you that was a problem because it, it didn't end well. And, um, yeah, she's no longer a friend. Oh no! Wait, are you still working with this person? Uh, no, 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 but oh, not okay. working there. I was, no, I got I was this. Say, oh, she's like, I remember she said, "Um, you're divorced, right?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm divorced. It's been like a year and a half." And well, my mom is like covered in tats, you know, and um, you need to meet her. I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, yeah, we dated about six months, and um. It didn't. It didn't end very well, and that that pretty much shut that down. It was pretty. You, know, you know what's so hard sometimes <laughs> with being like 
with being a gay person for me is like every single coworker that I have, they're like, oh my God, I have a friend for you. Because you just need that help. Yeah. I'm like, girl, I, you don't even know that I'm barely mentally stable. You want to hook me up with your best friend. <laughs> Have you seen my snaps? Yeah, exactly. You know, and then but I was excited because Rick and I have a mutual friend, coworker, dear friend. Um, and actually, that was one of the first things that they said when we first met because they knew Rick first. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Is this one of those? <laughs> Is you know, like everybody you know, like tries to set you up with their other gay friend, and I'm yeah. so like, right? um, first of all, sweetheart, you shout. Second yeah. of all, you five. So <laughs> my buddy would not do that to me. Yeah. And you're on stable. <laughs> well, no, I'm all of my friends are unstable. Look at me. Um, so, but it's funny. You're right, Dominic, because most of your friends, especially if you meet them at work, they always want to help you find somebody. Like, it's like, oh, my God, you guys have an even harder time than we do. So let me just really jump in your corner and help you. <laughs> First of all, if you can't find nobody for yourself, right, exactly. how you gonna find somebody for me? Right. And you don't nothing that I like that I'm attracted to would be identifiable for you because you would look at that and be like, really? Yeah, yeah really. Literally, <laughs> like with being gay and meeting new people, it's either, oh my god, I want to hook you up with my friend. Or I know somebody that you probably would like. Or do you know this person? Because they're gay too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just that like. always happens in the workplace. I'm oh just like, God. first of all, like. You must girl, know. You must like, know. You know. It's like. There's only five of you. There's only five of you. <laughs> I'm like, girl, go to hell, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but they do the same thing with ethnic folks. I mean, seriously, if you like meet somebody at work, especially, and our non-ethnic folks are bad about this. Sorry, my my token <laughs> friend in that category. <laughs> but they are so bad about this. It's like if they meet you and you're a Latinx or you're black or you're any other culture. And they go, oh, do you know so and so? Why do you oh. think they were standing there at the hospital passing out badges? Everybody born black knows each other. I mean, yeah. what, what are you talking I can't. about? I can't. Mm-hmm. It's oh, so I can't. What about what about when you go to work right at, at a place of employment and you see somebody that you know you saw their little asses running around the bar? 10 years back, and you're like, mm, mm, but then mm. they ain't out. They're like in the closet. Mm. Hello. Have you ever Hello. had that happen? Oh, I've yeah. had that happen. Yes. I've totally had that happen. At my current job, I'm yeah. like, man, because you know how there's always them little ass lesbians that run around the bar and she, Kim knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> them little ass lesbians 
that are like oh, little chatter boxes and they're everybody's friend and everybody knows them, but they don't have no relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Them kind mm-hmm. of girls. Individual. This person is one of those Down girls at my low. job. And I was like, oh my God, if you would have known about this person 10 years ago, but see, she's older like me now. So, you know, she's settled in herself. I mean, but yeah, if they only knew what I know. You know, <laughs> like it's <laughs> imagine, and this is something that happened to me. Imagine going to do an interview, like, because I, I moved up when I worked for the cable company and I became a manager. So when I got hired as a manager, I needed to start my own team. So I was doing all fresh interviews. I go to this interview, like I'm preparing and they're like, this person's in this room, whatever. And I go and I open the door and I'm like looking and I'm like, hi. And I look and it's someone that I had like a one night stand with. Like, <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah. Oh, shit. Was it like, uh, lights for both of you? Yeah, like both of us. I was like, yeah. hi. And he was like, oh, hi. I was like, um, so I was going to do your interview, <laughs> but I'm not no more because I just can't. Like, I've seen you with your clothes off and I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm so sorry. Oh, no. No, the hard part is if it's somebody no, what did you had do? a one you night stand so with and you never called them back. Hey, like, that's you, what it like, was. Like, roasted them. Yeah. So, like, no. So, like, when I turned 21 and after I had, like, Right after I, when I first turned 21 is when I started dating that guy that was married that I didn't know about that I was just telling you. So after that, I just decided to run rampant, okay? Oh, <laughs> the whole years. Yeah, they they built character. Some of us know about that. Yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Except, you know, I didn't have like a whole chapter. I had like a whole chapter with a, a monologue. Whole a monologue, a thesis, and an epilogue, whatever. Monologue. <laughs> I have a doctorate now. I'm, a doctorate. Yeah. I'm published. I'm yeah. published. Uh huh. But, um, but so see, that's what's the- hard because when you find yourself in those situations, I mean, even if you have like a friendship, if you talk about a friendship at work, what happens when you're in the position right. of hiring somebody or advancing somebody's career and it's somebody you know and somebody you're friends with? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, then you're put in the position of having to, you should recuse yourself like you did, Dominic. But how right. many people yeah. actually do that? They don't mm-hmm. do that. No. No. And so no. then it's not becomes, in the city that I work in. Hmm. And then. You see the problems arise later on because then it's like, well, you know, I'm the one who got you this job. So, you know, you can't be, Mm. or, well, you know, I've been working my butt off making you look good because you was my friend and you hired me. Or Mm. then you end up competing for the same position and it's like, how are you going to try for the same job? Didn't I do you a solid by getting you a job in the first place? Mm -hmm. I mean, it gets ugly. Mm. Yeah. And see, that's oh, yeah. hard. Yeah. It's, the only uh, way I'm letting my friend get me a job is if uh, I'm in some dire straits. Because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I have a really good friend who I would work for, for sure. Um, 
and we met at a previous job, but we're really close. I, I would work for her most definitely in a heartbeat. I wouldn't think twice, but um, yeah, it's kind of like working with family, man. If you mm-hmm. give your family a job and they fuck up, that's uh, back on you. It right. can come back and bite you, you in the ass. Let me tell you what, my family, <laughs> I'm never getting them motherfuckers a job. And I'm sure they don't listen to this shit. And some of them do. Cause you know, they be talking about Auntie K said this. I don't give a fuck. Okay. First of all, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Um, you know, if you have issues with Auntie K, then that's your problem. But I sure the hell am not getting you a job <laughs> where I'm working. Where I'm working on uh-uh, not a one of you. Not a one of you. And, and I've talked about it on previous shows. I've talked about kind of something like this on previous shows. You know, I have a nephew who went to jail because he decided to shoot somebody in the goddamn leg, and I worked that call. I just and I did my job yesterday. <laughs> I did that my job. Like, I just heard my that whole fucking family. My whole family is pissed. They, I still ain't. We don't have Christmas here. They still ain't talking to me. I, I am serious. Like they don't even talk to me. And I was really close to one of my sisters, and it's like. All that's gone. So I've had to cope with that for like the last two years. Mm. Court's coming up. They have me subpoenaed, but they don't have me subpoenaed by his attorney. They have me subpoenaed by the city. So I'm like, put my ass on call because I ain't coming unless you call me. So I I put myself on call because I couldn't do it otherwise. But I'm like, man, please do not. They said they don't think that they need me. But if they use me, man, it's only going to make shit worse. Yeah. But I can only speak to what I know on the call. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. I had to tell them, what am I going to do? Be like, pretend like I didn't know who the hell that was. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I, I, I'm not going to jeopardize my job for anybody. I don't give a shit if it was my mama. I am not jeopardizing my job because that's my livelihood. Absolutely. You know what you I'm going to jeopardize your job, life. but you will get shot because your mama don't. But not, <laughs> yeah, but not to mention, though, this falls back on integrity. You got to have integrity. And when I took this job, I signed a contract. So um, guess what? I'm sorry. I didn't put the gun in his hand and tell him to shoot this person. Mm-hmm. That's on you, not on me. I did my job. But yeah, so I ain't getting a job for any of my family anywhere. No, so, hell no. So does your jobs have a contract in place about dating? Um, You know what? I kind of, yes. yes because, because where I work did. Yes. Yes. So what it says is, so you can be peers, but you cannot manage your spouse or your significant other. We're something like this is happening right now at my job. Um, I don't want to say too much about it, but apparently <laughs> there's a supervisor. But apparently there's a supervisor who was actually direct supervising somebody this last year, mm-hmm. and now they're engaged. Yeah, all hell is breaking loose because I think somebody actually. This is the rumor. This is all rumor that somebody actually filed a complaint against them for this. And I'm like, this is jacked up because there's no way you should ever be given a yearly to someone you're sleeping with at the no. job. No. So if that was allowed, even though we're not getting raises because you know everybody's in dire straits, that's unacceptable. Purely unacceptable in my book. And that should never have happened. I, I, don't, I don't care. <clears throat> I don't care that we're not getting any money. You can still get a good review because those good reviews are going to help you move on. Right. But but you shouldn't be reviewing yeah. anybody mm-hmm. that you have a relationship Thank with, you. be it your nope. best friend, be mm-hmm. it your casual colleague, be it your intimate spouse, lover, whatever. Special treatment. The, the, you darn skippy because the right. fact of the matter is you cannot tell me as a person 
that you can assess someone completely devoid of uh, any bias. personal connection to mm -hmm. them. Yeah. You can't tell you me that. Be biased. Of course you're going to be biased. That's just like saying yeah. when you come to work, you turn yourself off and disconnect yourself. No, I put my job first. I conduct myself with integrity and I do what I know I'm committed to doing. But there's no way in the world you're going to tell me you don't think about that shit. Of course you do. You think I don't think about what my personal feelings, emotions, ideology is. You think that does not impact how I do my job or how I assess somebody who works for me? Of course, Especially you somebody you're sleeping with, right? Especially Boom. somebody you're sleeping with. What are you going to do? Because the funny thing is, bad, the funny thing is, <laughs> well, check this out. So we can send messages across the board and everybody that's working that day can see these messages. Even if you come in later, you could see them. So if you set them to the floor, this fool was like, oh, good job, so-and-so. He did a great job. Everybody was like, what the hell is going on here? Not only that, there there have been like secret meetings behind closed doors between those two, from what mm. I understand. Um, but I, like I said, I'm not saying any names. <laughs> but um, well, it's, it's, it's like, pretty exciting when you're and, doing and this. It. Is, but but this is all rumor. Let me let me clarify that. Let me uh -huh. clarify that. What I'm saying is not fact because I did not see it. But I know mm. that they are indeed engaged now, and everybody is just like, "What the fuck?" So you know that flew through like wildfire. But um, I'm like, wow, I could see if that wasn't your direct employee, that that wasn't your direct, that that, that was not your super, that, mm, that's not okay. See, then you have to think about the whole Me Too movement and all of the social consciousness around having relationships that are subordinate to superior or having relationships where it's the mentor and the mentee. The reality of the situation is that gets to be a very slippery slope, mm -hmm. not only because you could throw things in a positive light, but because you could also use that as a position to get sexual favors. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. there's a very, th yeah. you shouldn't be doing it for a lot of reasons, but that's yet another reason you shouldn't be doing it because if you get unengaged or you break up or you get disgruntled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, this is going to pose a problem if something happens. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be freaking right. nuts probably. But um, as well, it should. Because yeah. the Rick, about no, no, it having a place to say you can't do that. A lot it of companies nowadays yeah, do that. They do. Right. Most companies do. So yeah, I was thinking the same thing back to what Rick said. Yeah, most companies have something in place they do where you cannot fraternize like that. Um, peer, but they don't follow okay, through with but it. not. Yeah, but you're right. Thank they don't you. follow through with that's it. That's right. That's, that's the problem. exactly it. Employers yep. don't. I don't like the word police, right. but they don't. They don't like oversee it enough. I know what you're saying. To say that you got to stop that yep. shit or we're firing you. Right. I mean, I mean right. there's, there's no, no other way. Get this. Somebody is saying, so this is all hearsay too with this. And, and I kind of believe this. They were, they made them both sign a non-disclosure. <laughs> They're saying they made them sign a non-disclosure. So if that is true, if that is true, then upper management knew. And they right. did nothing about it. Right. That's what they and did. They did non-disclosure so that they couldn't talk about it. But that doesn't, that didn't change the fact that you should have moved her ass from his team. Yep. Period. 
Well, so, I mean, I, like I said, I don't know if that's real, but that's but what my, we're saying. My experience is, though, when it involves management or it involves, it's different than just, you know, the person out there sitting at the desk or the person answering the phone or the way they kind of look at right. people as they hire. Yeah. There is different rules. It, 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 imagine can you that. imagine? Different rules for management? Surely you just. I, I, you, you playing? <laughs> you joking? Oh. You know, I... It, I have, and I mean, I'm not being boastful about it because I do feel it was wrong. But at the time, I'm about my bag. I'm about. (laughs) (laughs) Daddy said I would get paid. (laughs) I'm I'm about my money. And every job I've ever started where any job where I have not like been hired into management, I've always worked my way up. I have a great resume for myself and I've been working since I was young. However, I did have a job where like I landed up one night running into my direct manager at the bar and it was just like, Hey, you know, and she was super cool. Like she was a cool boss. Like she was cool with a lot of shit, whatever. And then we start seeing each other at the same bars all the time. Cause we were the same age and then we land up having mutual friends and whatever. So when it came time for like my reviews and stuff, she was, she was. That's some bullshit. She's biased. Yeah. <laughs> she did. She wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't. Cause she was like, look, I'm going to be truthful about this because I have to be. And then I understood she was my friend, but she's also my boss at the end of the day. But the thing is, is when I got promoted, it was just like, we were chilling together on lunch in the lunchroom and she's like dude she's like we're gonna be fucked and i'm like why and she's like because we have to fire so and so and it was like right before inventory and stuff and she's like i need to hire someone like a, or promote somebody and she's like i i know you know how to do all this shit and she's like do you want me just to put you in the requisition right when it opens and of course i'm like absolutely but you know i'm like I really didn't feel like other people were too qualified because they were all like really young kids, but I was just like, you know, yeah. And I did promote and I promoted even above that after, you know what I mean? But um, it just kind of was like that opportunity was presented to me based off of the fact that we were friends, you know, because I feel like if we just were manager employee, if I interviewed for it and did it the proper way, maybe I still would have gotten it. Maybe I wouldn't have, you know what I mean? So it's just like work relationships are a funny thing because it doesn't have to be sexual to have a biased opinion on stuff because she was just like, absolutely not. He was just like my homegirl, And then we start hanging out and like a couple of other managers that were her friends that it was okay for them to hang out you know, she's like, hey, Dom's going to come over. He's cool. Like, he won't say shit because they didn't even know that we were friends. So I start becoming friends with all the managers and this and that, partying together, hanging out, whatever. And before you know it, I'm like, just fucking taking the escalator. I'm not climbing no ladder. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it but was- the truth is, that's the way it really is on a job. I mean, let's be honest. When you talk about how most people get their start in an organization, it's not because of what you know. It's because of who you know. And especially right. when there's a position, and nowadays it's almost always the case, where you have multiple applicants for that position, you need somebody on the inside that's going to be able to get your foot 
in the door. Why do you think you have all of these like Rotary Club and you've got all of these women in industry meetings and you've got all of these, all of that schmoozing and networking is about like hoping, awesome. exactly, mm-hmm. hoping you'll be connected to somebody who, when you need a job, can actually get your foot in the door. And that's what's hard about work relationships because you have to have them and you have to be able to manage them because you can't move up in an organization. You can't get in an organization without them. Yeah. And And the key there, the key there though, is being, you know, um, I don't want to say friends, but being cordial or professional with the right people. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But at the same time, though, you got to be a good employee, too. Yeah. Oh, sure. um, You got to know your stuff. But the fact of the matter is, I'm good with a couple of soups. I'm good with a couple soups. I'm good with the manager, one of the managers. We're we're tight, as you know. You were at my wedding. But um, I'm jealous of that shit. That's the gullible people that you're waiting on. Be quiet. But, but, (laughs) but, um, But uh, I don't even think there was one Mexican, was there? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, because none of my family was there. <laughs> anyway, but you they know, were on just Zoom. They they were on Zoom somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> that's another that's another show, another topic. <laughs> but um, you know, that's a whole other podcast. I think also if you're going to be that way with people, you have to be able to separate business and personal. You have mm-hmm. to be able to separate that. Right. You know, just like yeah. Tina and me and myself, we separate business from pleasure, from our relationship here. Like we don't take our business to work ever. Mm-hmm. And I mean, ever like, like we told people we were getting married, you know what I mean? But we're very selective about that. And I mean, we don't argue really anyway. You know, when we do, we're like, usually laugh about it or we'll be like, God, you're such an asshole, you know, whatever. And then we're over it in two seconds. So, because we're just beyond all that. Um, but, um, wrong. yeah, that's another thing. That's true. That's true. I mean, the, older, the older you get, the older you get, your relationships change. And I, I mean, you know, I did everything that Dom did. I mean, I, I honestly, I don't think I ever, did I ever date. Oh, oh, I got to take this back. I did. Yeah. I did. Oh, I forgot about Oh my I God. love it no, when no, Ashley no. K is not perfect. Hold on. See, Dom, she's telling all her business now. Let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this. I was like, no, never again. It was that one and done. It was not even wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. It was like, nah, dude. <laughs> you sound like that didn't have nothing to do with the fact that y'all work together. You just wouldn't go in there. <laughs> Believe me, I have turned down dudes when they pulled their pants down. It's happened. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, uh, yeah, you know what? I forgot from. about that. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that. And I don't know what led up to that even freaking happening. I want to say that did I get broken up with? Maybe something because you know it was on the rebound you know how that stuff happens you do something just stupid and that was stupid oh my god i forgot all about that so i i have to say i did indeed sleep with a boss mm-hmm. now now Ooh. you got me thinking because I'm, I'm i'm old dom shit i gotta think back now that's like 25 years ago 
And I've been working since I was 14 too. So, um, no, that's true. Yes, I did sleep with the boss. You know what's it, hard it, is that as definitely. a lesbian woman, I can tell you right now, I have had some of my best managers have been women. Some of my worst managers have been women, but some of my best managers have been women. And there are some that I, yeah, I, I, I've gone there with. But for the fact that, <laughs> I'll be honest with you, but for the fact that... See? They were not gay because truly I had a manager when I first came out of college. I have to be honest with you. <laughs> this <laughs> she was on, six yeah. feet tall, wore heels, and was just a boss ass bitch. I mean, she was running shit, and I'm like, Yeah, Nasina, that's what I need right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what but, I need. like a bit. Porter? Was she like a Beth Porter? You know, no, she was more like, because she was a white woman, but she was, you know, she was, she had sister tendencies. I have to give her credit. Yeah. <laughs> tendencies. I can't. I can't. I can't. What the hell does that mean? You know what? That's one thing I'm going to say about lesbians, man. You all can do one night stands all the time. Oh, me as me as a bi woman with men, that's easy. But with women, uh, uh, if I'm not emotionally involved with you, I can't go there. Like, I don't look at women and just be like, oh, I want to get into her pants. But shit, let me see a man with some nice pecs. And I'm like, damn. Well, see, that's what makes it so much easier for us, because I'm going to tell you right now, there is, I am not at all attracted to anything besides what I'm attracted to. So when I see it, I'm like, that's a different show, though. <laughs> but when it signs my paycheck, I do have to back up and go. You draw a line. Just be a line somewhere. I probably oh, not my that. God. oh my god! Oh my god! Anyway, there have been there have been some phenomenal stories tonight, man. I knew Dominic was going to bring it to the table for sure. Uh, he brought it, and he, I, I was, he, I was, I was like, this is going to be a good topic. I kind of thought, you know, because we we tried this topic before, but we had a lot of technical difficulties during the show, so that's why I didn't air that. So I was like, I'm just going to get all new people. I don't have time to be like, you know, chasing down people, being like, can you do it tonight? Can you do it tonight? No, I was just like, let's just get new people. But um, this show ended up being <laughs> funny as hell and awesome <laughs> and revealing and revealing. Oh, but um, one of the th- one of the things I always say on my shows: do not let people you work with on your social media. Don't do it. No. Don't do it if you want to keep your job. No. Especially in no. this day and age, because it's all computer age. Everybody's screenshotting everything. Everybody's mm-hmm. texting everybody. It's just it's not worth it. And you know, at some point, who knows? This show can go to a management, and they could be like, "Well, you can't do your podcast." I-, I wish they would. <laughs> yeah. I wish. But it's like you said, though, Dominic, you said earlier in the show, and and I really do believe this. People can find you. My the reason I am as open as I am, partly because I spent so much of my life in the closet that I refuse to ever, ever not live in who I am at all times. What you see is what you get. I, 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 I don't have time to play. I'm grown. But the other part of it is because I believe nowadays you can find out anything you want to find out about anybody, anytime, any place, anywhere. And the reality is people are going to go digging. If they're thinking about hiring you, 
especially as you get older and as you move up the career ladder and you're looking at more management type roles or corporate roles, they're going to investigate you. They're going to vet you. Absolutely. So believe you me, whatever you think people don't know, they know. Right. Oh, they absolutely. Know. Oh, and yeah. Sure. Better because then you don't have to pretend. It doesn't have to come back to bite you in the ass. Like politicians are very, very good at getting caught in shit. Ted, oh, we can't talk about it. We can't talk about Ted Cruz today, you stupid. <laughs> Going to Mexico. Okay, but we're going to talk about it right now. It's a different show. On a bus station with Damn, when you, when, Okay. When you said that, though, I was like, oh, I went to Cancun. You know. And then he said, oh, I just went to go take my daughter. I'm, I'm coming back. Yeah, bitch. I bet you're coming back. You freeze. Yeah. You know. Be with no power. One thing. See, you got to be an example. One thing that's so, you know, like, that I think about a lot is the cancel culture that we're in today, you know? Because, like, so I had a couple things go completely viral on Facebook before. I have, like, a couple videos that have over 40,000, 50,000 views. And going to work the next day, all of my coworkers are like, oh, my God, I seen your video, blah, blah. I didn't even know you had social media, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, my God. But, you know, me... I, Auntie K knows that. I am how I am. I don't care. You can see my social media. I don't care to hide shit. I say what I want. I say a bunch of funny off the wall shit, but I'm not sitting there, you know, like shaming anybody or like blasting people that I work with. I hardly really ever talk about work, honestly. I just say funny shit and that's it. It's just more me expressing my inner comedian you know what i mean and i love making <laughs> my inner comedian <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love it. Boy, I that's love... the outer comedian okay that's yeah, outer right? comedian. <laughs> and i love making people laugh i'm a people person like you know and i i am how i am with everybody i'm i'm compassionate i'm caring and i am how i am all the time my patients know that everybody does because you know, I, I will slip up and sometimes and cuss and stuff. And, you know, the parents, at the end of the day, most of them are like, they feel so comfortable because it's being relatable. They can trust me that I'm going to do the right thing for their kid. And Right. Well, my shit's on lockdown because of what I do. I, and oh, not yeah. only that, I like I said, I fucking hate people, especially yeah. my coworkers. Jesus, I hate you. Yeah. Get up, girl. We got to talk about your anger management. Hey, I'm just honest about it, man. I'm just honest about it. Real honest about it. That's all. But, I, just, I, I don't have time for shenanigans. You know, see, that's the way I am, though, Dominic. I, I'm much more just who I am. Because yeah. on my in my social media, I'm all about the issues that impact my life. And I'm going to tell you what I really think. And if you can't handle that, then you can't handle me. Right. You know Which what means you really can't handle me in real life. Yes. And you know right. what? It's so funny. A hundred percent off topic, but I promise I'll come back is listening to all of the episodes and stuff on the podcast and stuff. I was like, I read the room and I can tell immediately your compassion for, for your, um, I don't even know how to say it, but like the way I say it is like your gente, your people. You know, like I could tell, I could tell that you are a very proud black woman and you, you 
You know what it's like to be oppressed. You know what it's like to be a minority being your color, your sexuality, and whatever else, you know? And I felt that very relatable. I could tell that just from the passion in your voice. When you're talking about something you care about, I heard it. I heard it 100% the emotion behind it. So I was super excited to do this because I, um, you know, when I'm talking compassionately about something that I truly care about, that's what I hope people hear from me too. Because people are so used to crazy Dom fucking making people laugh this and that, you know what I mean? So it's like refreshing, you know, to be able to hear that and you still be able to have a silly side, you know what I mean? And so it's just like, it even ties back into the episode itself of relationships at work is because, you know, people, you can be cordial, fun, cool with people at work and they see your social medias and they see that you're pressing the issues of BLM. You're pressing the issues of police brutality. You're pressing the issues of um, inclusive, inclusive, how do you say it? Inclusivity, baby. You good. You good. (laughs) Sorry, I'm bilingual, so it happens. But you work in it, honey. <laughs> like Hilaria Baldwin. Yeah. Oh my bad. Don't go there. Right. But he's really, he's really Mexican. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I literally am. I have. Sorry. I have frijoles in the crock pot right now. I'm not. <laughs> I, read, I read that shit. I was like, damn. I hope those are good. They were so good. My mom but, wants to make some. Yeah, beans, rice, and chili. Days like this. Yep. That's See, that. all you got to do is throw some ham hocks in Or fideo. 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 you good. Anyway. Throw some, throw some good fat back but, in your uh, beans and you good to go. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, you know, like, it's it's like with any work relationship, whether it's friendship, whether you're just like a hookup, or whether you're pursuing something with somebody, like, you know, you, like you said, you get to know somebody, you find out who they are. So you got to always think back to this is where I work. This is my livelihood. Whether yeah, but sometimes whether, we, we, sometimes we take people outside into those relationships and then we realize, uh-uh, we have to put the brakes on that even in the friendship realm. Because I have met people from work and then like outside of work, they fucking crazy. Or yeah. they're going through massive fucking drama. And I, I, I'm like, ooh, ooh, no. Like like I had to put a stop to that relationship, move the fuck on. Because I'm not down with that. Yeah. I don't have time for that. I'm too old for that kind of drama. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, have, I have zero patience for that stuff now. Um, I'm even getting to the point where I just, in my, in my friendships now, I'm just like, one-way friendships, I'm done. Kayleen is done as of, I don't know, a week ago. I'm done. I'm yeah. done. You know where I'm at. If I'm the one always reaching out to you, yep. you better best believe, you better <laughs> best believe that Kayleen is no longer doing that. Uh, no. oh I'm not God. doing it no more. No. Not doing it anymore. I'm done. I'm done. I don't give a shit if we've been friends. I don't give a shit if we've been friends for 30 plus years. Yep, I'm done. So anyway, I, I need I need to lock this down. We're already seven minutes too late. Seven <laughs> minutes over. But thank you, Dominic. You know, both of you guys for showing up. This is the first time we ever had two guys on the show. I know. <laughs> thank you, you thank you, Rick. Talking, <laughs> thank you, Rick, for right. Thank you for, talking. for being here. <laughs> this is an inclusive <laughs> podcast. God damn it. Yes, right. But, <laughs> thank you, though, no, Dominic, like, baby. I want to acknowledge you because that was awesome. sweet. That was sweet of you, and I just awesome. want to acknowledge you. Thank you so much for your kind words, baby. 
Of it's course. been real. I'm very happy that she said yes because technically she's been here at every show but one. Give me a goddamn <laughs> break. And and let me tell you why she's been here every single damn show because I'd be like, Kim, somebody can't show up. Are you available? <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah. Like at the last minute, dude. Kim, Kim, Kim just came through for us. You know, she was just like, I was like, we're gonna have three hosts. You know, because Kim just. You know, and then when my other host was like, I can't do, you know, I, I can't do this anymore. I was like, Kim, Kim was like the first person I thought of because I was like, she's been here every time. And, yeah. and she's so knowledgeable about stuff. And she's so passionate, like you said, mm-hmm. about stuff. And that's why I was like, it's got to be Kim. It's, and I, dude, oh, yeah, girl, I knew. I knew I convinced you. I'm stupid. <laughs> it's just because I got an opinion about everything. It's called that's true. That's true. Yep. Yep. And so, you know. This, this is the kind of stuff that I like to do because what do you do when you're out with your friends, right? When you're out with those people, you're discussing things that happen on a daily, right? So this is almost like, like this format talk amongst friends. We're always going to have something to talk about. And that's, that's why I love the show. So anytime either one of you want to come back, you are more than welcome to come back on any topic. You have any topics that you want to talk about. Oh, we I can got do topics. it. Let's do it. Oh, I Let's got do topics. it. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, so I love it. I've um I never I I was a guest on like a podcast one time, like a few years ago, and it was just because I was like promoting stuff, but it's like I, I thoroughly do enjoy listening to these episodes. Like I said, when I found it on, when you, when I found out and I immediately went to my Spotify because, you know, like my auntie Kay and I, we hardly see each other in real life, but you know, she respects me as a person. I respect her so much. I know her family. I know her, her background and everything. And, you know, I'm like, we come from very similar backgrounds and we are very similar people, you know? And so I was like, immediately, I was like, I am interested in this and I'm going to listen. So I I enjoyed it. And I'm so happy because I feel like we have shown each other different, um, different sides of ourselves right now. Yeah. I mean, I met Dom through my nieces and nephews. They, that's how they know him. And um, years ago, years ago now, it's been years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you five, six years plus yards, seven, glad. seven, probably or eight, seven or eight <laughs> years now that I've known him. But yeah, right. Get the you fuck was, out of here. You, you, you was trolling the kindergarten yard, messing Girl, with kids no, no. Like, oh, man. And that's, like that's another thing you don't do. You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but thank you both for being here. Thank you so much. I appreciate having you guys. I appreciate everything you guys brought to the table tonight. And uh, this has been talk amongst friends. Have a good night or day, whatever it is when you're listening. And that concludes this episode of talk amongst friends. Thank you for joining us.